Hebrews, more specifically chapter 11, more specifically than that, verse 39 and 40. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39 and 40. I believe the book of Hebrews was written by Paul the Apostle, although he did not attach his name to it. And in verse 39 and 40, he summarizes the entire chapter. It's the Hall of Fame chapter. The names of giants for God are literally strung through the entire chapter. And in verse 39 of Hebrews 11, he says, And these all, speaking of everybody he's already mentioned, having obtained a good report card, they all got A's through faith. They did not receive the promise. What was the promise? The Lord is coming again. And he's going to establish his kingdom one day. As great as they were, they never saw that. They knew it was coming. But they didn't have the privilege to see the coming of the Lord and the kingdom that will come with him. Verse 40. God having provided some better things for us. We might see that, you know. They didn't, but Paul says we might. We might see the Lord's return. He could come back tonight, you're aware of that. God having provided some better thing for us, that they that were without us should not be made perfect. A roll call, if you will. A roll call of the giants of faith that we have seen this summer presented by numerous preachers we have brought in. Jacob. David. Solomon. Joshua. Moses. Jonah. Abraham, Jeremiah, Elijah, Joseph. All names of giants for God. Ordinary men who did extraordinary things for our Lord. Legendary heroes whose names and Exploits are enshrined in God's Hall of Fame. But they're all dead. They are no more. They're history. They're yesterday. What are we supposed to do today? You can't live on yesterday's bread. You can't live on yesterday's waters. 
You have to have new bread. You have to have new waters each and every day. I submit to you, we can't live on yesterday's heroes. We can't live on yesterday's giants for God. We need some today. As we look at our world, our world is just as evil and lost as the world that these giants of God lived in. Maybe more so. As we look at our world, we see our world is filled with darkness and decadence. Just as much, if not more, than these giants of God lived in. Our world is a cesspool of idolatry and immorality and injustice. Very similar, if not worse, than the world that our giants for God lived in. Again, I ask you the question. What are we going to do? Can I suggest to you? May I suggest to you that maybe, just maybe, we need a new generation of giants? Maybe we don't need to keep talking about the giants of yesterday. Maybe the conversation needs to be about giants for today. Maybe we don't need to keep looking back for Hall of Famers. Maybe we need to look around for Hall of Famers. A new generation of men and, yes, women who will dare to be great for God, who will dare to rise to the occasion for God. A new generation of Jacobs, whose lives will be so radically and dramatically transformed by the power of a living God, that God will change their name to match the new person that He's made them to be. A new generation of Davids that will face Satan's giants and slay them with the weapons of God that our world laughs at. A new generation of Solomons whose wisdom will shine through the foolishness of this world. A new generation of Solomons that will declare to this world that everything apart from Jesus Christ is futility and vanity. A new generation of Joshua's who will take back what the devil has taken from God and give it back to God. Who will tear down the strongholds of hell through the power of praise. A new generation of Josephs who believe that God's promises are solid and sure, who believe that even though they might have evil brothers and a lying woman and a lengthy stay in jail, or they might even die, they will never cancel out the promises of God. What God says is what God will do. 
Maybe we need a new generation of Moseses. Men and women who will answer the call, who will set the captives free, who will eliminate opposition, who will cross over obstacles, who believe that God can take care of His own, no matter how many and how much. Maybe we need a new generation of Jonas who when they preach the simple gospel, they can see salvation and revival come even to the most wicked. Jonas that understand that God can take crooked sticks and hit good licks. A new generation of Abrahams who simply trust God as they go on the walk of faith with Him, as they go through the journey of life with Him. Believing that somehow, some way, though they don't understand, God is going to lead them to an eternal king and a kingdom that's not made by hands. A new generation of Jeremiah's whose tears will stain the fabric of a nation and whose message will drive a stake of conviction through the heart of a people. A new generation of Elijah's who will dare to take on the Ahabs and Jezebels of our world and they will bring them down for the glory of God. Men who do God's business. Men who can't be bought or bullied or bribed or beaten in what God has called them to do. Maybe we need a new generation of giants today. You say, Pastor, where do we find these kind of people? Where do we find these kind of people? I agree with you, there's, they are hard to find. There's probably not a lot of them out there. But can I suggest a place that we might start looking? How about right over here? I wonder if some giants for God are sitting right over here looking at me right now. I wonder if some Hall of Famers are sitting right here looking at me right now. I wonder if some heroes are right here looking at me right now. I wonder if some men and women who could turn this world upside down for Jesus are looking at me right here. I would just wonder, who will be the next giant for God? Why not you? Who will be the next to answer the call of God in dark days why not you? 
Who will stand against the Pharaohs and the Jezebels of this world? Why not you? Who will step out by faith and take up the cross and follow the Master? Why not you? Who will slay the Goliaths and bring down the walled cities? Why not you? Who will dream today? Big dreams. Who will have visions tomorrow? Big visions. Why not you? Who will be the next Jeremiah or Isaiah or Daniel or Ezekiel? Why not some of you men that are sitting here looking at me or young men that are looking at me right now? Who will be the next Esther or Ruth or Rahab or Sarah? Why not some of you ladies that are looking at me right now? Why not you? May I submit to you tonight, and this message is not long, that Hebrews 11 is not a closed chapter. May I suggest to you that God's still writing that chapter. May I suggest to you tonight that God at any time can reopen Hebrews chapter 11 and add verse 41 and following. Why do I say that? Because I believe there's still room for more giants for God. I believe there's still room for a few more Hall of Famers to be in God's building in heaven. I believe there's still a few more spaces for men and women and young people who say, I want to make a difference before I check out of this world. You look at Hebrews chapter 11, you see the qualifications to be that. As we look in just a moment at Hebrews 11, just go through it very quickly, you don't see any age qualifications. You say, Pastor, I'm young, God can use you. Pastor, I'm old, God can use you. Pastor, I'm in the middle, God can use you. You don't see any gender qualifications. God can use men and God can use women. God can use boys and God can use girls. You don't see any education qualifications. You don't have to have a master's degree. You don't have to have even a high school diploma. God educates His people when He calls them. He educated Moses... Forty years with sheep. You can lead sheep, you can lead people because there's a lot of similarities. He educated the Apostle Paul on the backside of the desert. The greatest Christian man who ever lived went to school. And God taught him how to move from law to grace. The old covenant to the new covenant. From Israel to the church. 
So education's not a qualification. Gender's not a qualification. Age is not a qualification. Your financial status is not a qualification. You say, Pastor, I got too much money to be used of God. God will use you. Pastor, I ain't got no money. God will use you. Your talents and gifts are not a qualification. God gave those to you, did he not? He gave you your physical talents when he birthed you into the world the first time. And when he birthed you into his world the second time, he gave you the gifts. Your handicaps and disabilities are not a disqualification. In fact, God chooses to use people like that because he gets more glory. Your maturity. You say, Pastor, I've only been a Christian for a week or so, or or two months or so, or, or six months. Listen, God can use you. You say, Pastor, I've been a Christian for 50 years. God can use you too. You say, Pastor, I'm an extrovert. I can talk to anybody. God can use you. Pastor, I'm an introvert. I can't talk to anybody. God can use you. You say, Pastor, I'm a white person. God can use you. Pastor, I'm a black person. God can use you. Pastor, I'm green. God can use you. The only qualification, ladies and gentlemen, for a giant to come out of this church, like the ones that we've studied this summer, is faith. I believe God. And what he says is what I'll do. Hebrews 11, verse 4, by faith, Abel. Verse 5, by faith, Enoch. Verse 7, by faith, Noah. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham. Verse 20, by faith, Isaac. Verse 21, by faith, Jacob. Verse 22, by faith, Joseph. Verse 23, by faith, Moses. Verse 31, by faith, the harlot Rahab. Verse 32, and what shall more shall I say? For the time would not allow me to tell you about Gideon, by faith Gideon, by faith Barak, by faith Samson, by faith Japheth, by faith David, by faith Samuel and the prophets, who through that faith, verse 33, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. They quenched the violence of fire. They escaped the edge of the sword. Out of wickedness they were made strong. They waxed valiant in fight. They turned to the flight the armies of the aliens. Their women received their dead to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings Yea, a moreover of bonds and imprisonment. Oh, by faith they were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were tempted, they were slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, they were destitute, afflicted, tormented. But this world was not worthy of them. Wow, what a statement. They were too good for this world, so God promoted them. And they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. They never saw the Lord. 
but they looked for him. They never saw the kingdom, but they looked for it. But they all were giants for God because of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But to those who come to God by faith, they will be rewarded. So the only qualification tonight to be a giant for God is faith. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Carp diem. That's a Latin expression made popular by a Roman poet by the name of Horace. Later, Lord Byron would include those in that expression in some of his writings, but that Latin expression, carp diem, you know what it means? Seize the moment. Everything has a moment. And when the moment presents itself, seize it. Because it may never present itself again. Strike while the iron is hot. That's what we're saying. Now is the time. If you wait, it will be lost. I wonder if God isn't speaking today. Tonight. And I wonder if He isn't saying to somebody sitting right here, a common, ordinary person, Hey, you. I want you to be a giant for God. I need you. Would you answer the call? Hey, you. I need you. Would you answer the call? Hey, you. I need you. Would you answer the call? Hey, you. I need you. Would you answer the call? We need giants today. We can't live on the giants of yesterday. We need giants today. And maybe one is right here right now. Why couldn't it be by faith, Sam? Why couldn't it be by faith, Keith? Why couldn't it be by faith, Willie? Or Gary? Or Rob? Or Jeff? Or Taylor? Or Rhonda? Or Bryant? Or Michelle? Or Diane? Or Jerry? Or Dan, or Keith, or Nick, or Steve, or Stacy, or Donna, or Karen, or Tammy, or Jim. Why couldn't we be in God's Hall of Fame one day? 
Why a hundred years from now should Jesus tarry? Why couldn't another generation one day open up the book and see Hebrews chapter 11 verse 41? By faith. By faith. May we seize the moment. Heads are bowed and eyes are bowed.